G'day friends, welcome back. Talk about, oh man, talk about exceeding expectations. How good is this show, man? Oh my God. So, and or episode six, we're halfway through the first season. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning. I'm going to say it now, spoiler warning. I'm going to talk about all sorts of different stuff that happened in this episode. We had the heist. This is the heist episode and it was so good. And we got to see the eye, which we've been hearing about for three episodes. Fucking spectacular. What a beautiful, gorgeous display. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Okay, so we start off this episode with Nemec talking to Cassian or Clem. Um, it's the morning of the heist and Nemec's a little bit nervous. He didn't get a very good night's sleep, but we learn that Cassian is a heist veteran. And he's a bit of a pessimist. <laughs> so he um, he's talking about how once we get going, you're going to be excited. You won't be tired. Everything's all good. And he also says to Namek, who's like a political idealist, he's like, there is literally no point to any of this. The Empire's too strong. We're all fucked anyway. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, and he says something that we learn at the end of the episode was a bit of sad foreshadowing. He says to Namek that, he's, that he can sleep when they're done or that he's going to sleep when they're done and of course he doesn't survive the mission Nemec which is um very sad I'm I'm not going to run through the entire episode and go through bit by bit of what happened in the heist because you've all seen it right so what I'm going to sort of talk about is the beats in the episode and, and what I thought was interesting and important um but overall I loved the entire episode I loved the heist I loved the eye, I thought it was beautifully done. Um, it looked amazing. And I love that this show's got stakes. This show's got serious stakes. It is still very adult. Um, it it feels like actions have consequences. And it it's the actions of the characters that are making this show so strong. That is the number one thing when you're writing anything, right? A book, a film, a show, whatever. Every single thing is your character's decisions. That's what makes a person. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what makes a person. It's their choices, right? And that's how we decide whether we like or don't like a character, the decisions they make. Yeah. And the decisions that the characters make in this show have consequences. They have nuance. It's so damn good. Um, in this episode, we meet a few or a couple of important Imperial, where we meet a colonel and we meet the engineer. It is not um, Urso, as some people had hoped. Um, it's just some random dude. Um, but God, this colonel, this fucking fat colonel, he's a piece of shit. He's such a piece of shit. He's talking to the engineer about the locals, about the Dani, 
And he's like, he's basically like, they're too stupid to hold two thoughts in their head at once. Like, you, oh. and, he, and he talks shit about them three or four times throughout this episode. Just like, like they're, they're less, they're, oh, we're going to enslave them, all this. Sh- God, he's just, I'm so fucking glad that he dies at the end of the episode. He has a fucking heart attack. Oh, God, what a piece of fucking scum. And I'll tell you what, his heart attack... I don't think he's just a heart attack, right? In in the trailer, and we've already seen it in the show so far, there's that line that Cassian says um, about the Empire. They're so fat and satisfied, they'd never believe that someone like me could get inside their house, right? That's what the Empire is. That's what all these import, like these high ups in the Empire are. They're all just about consuming resources and sucking the life out of everything. And I think, I don't think it's a coincidence that this guy, that this colonel, whatever he is, is overweight and he dies of a heart attack. It, I think they're trying to represent how, you know, the, the, you know, how the empire just is absorbing and consuming everything is going to be their undoing in the end. I think that's, I feel like this is the sort of show that's getting that deep in their metaphors. I really do. I, I love when he's trying to put on his belt and he just can't get it around his gut. Um, I think that's, I don't think that was done by accident. I really don't. Um, I said last week that the one character we got no information about was Tamarin. And there's a reason for that. They were saving it for this, for this episode. He was a stormtrooper. There you go. Um, nothing, you know, that, that's not mind-blowing information. It's interesting. Um, he dies in this episode. I would have liked to have gotten a little bit more to do with that. Um, I don't know, just, I don't know. I feel like I would have preferred to have gotten that in the previous episode so we could dissect it a little bit and, you know, have an interaction. I don't know, but it's interesting. He was a stormtrooper. There you go. I'm sure... What is interesting is that this early on in the Empire, there's already stormtroopers defecting. Like we see, we see a lot of them in the First Order era. A lot of stormtroopers defecting, um, but we haven't. I don't know if we we know of any from this era who are defecting. So that's interesting. Um, so another thing that we were sort of waiting to see what was going to happen. From last episode to this one, we have Vel and Cinta who are splitting off to complete their own part of the mission. We don't know what they're doing. Um, we find out that they were going uh, through the lake behind the dam, up onto the dam to place like a the, the comm blocking device. Um, there's a really, really interesting character moment for Vel, which I really, really liked. It's when she's already placed the device and they're sitting at the top of the dam. They're waiting for the go ahead to, to continue with the mission, right? And she she stands at the top of the dam, she looks over. And at first I thought that they were going for, she's afraid of heights because she looks, she's got this really afraid look in her eye. Um, she, she takes her a long time to give them the go ahead even though everything's going well and they can, they can make it happen. Um, I actually think that she didn't want or she wanted to, but she was really hesitant to initiate the mission because of her relationship with Cinta. She's worried about Cinta's safety. I don't think it's a heights thing. 
Although it could still be. I might be reading into this too much. Um, but yeah, I just got the vibe that she understood the risks. She's like, right, she knew what the plan was. She knew they were going to be separated and then the mission was going to end with Cinta still down on the planet. Um, and that's why she was like, she really had to muster the courage to give him the go ahead. I just thought that was really interesting. And I reckon that's what they were going for. Um, it, it, th- that is how, so we see in a lot of things like, you know, in this day and age where you'll see, a a, a gay character or characters put in for seemingly no reason. And like, you don't need a reason, but they'll be like, for example, right. Star Wars has done this rise of Skywalker, right? You had, you had those, that, that lady whose name I don't even know. She has a few lines in, in, in Last Jedi and in Rise of Skywalker. She's not an important character, but she's there. And when they've won the day, she has a kiss and a hug with this, this other woman who you assume is her partner or whatever. And they throw that in and it's got absolutely zero relevance or meaning or emotional weight, right? They've just done that to do it haven't they right but you do it like this and you give it some meaning and you show like an actual relationship you show actual compassion you show a character like without without them like talking to each other about oh how much i love you or or whatever you show a character being genuinely seriously afraid for another character's safety that's how you show two characters love each other yeah and, and from just that tiny, tiny moment on its own, if anything happens to either of them, I'm actually going to be sad just from that, right? That's all the, like, it's, and, and it's a, it's a good moment as a performance from the actress. I don't know her name, the actress playing Vel, um, but yeah, it, it, she just conveyed an enormous amount of emotion and you can see her running through the whole thing in her mind. She's really, really tentative to get this thing underway because of the risk. And I just thought that was really, really well done. This this show is doing little things like that, that just take it to another level. It's so, I'm appreciating the absolute shit out of it. Um, there's a funny moment where, so we've got Gorn as our inside man, Lieutenant, in there he's their mole and he's escorting the the colonel and the engineer down to um meet with the locals who have come up to see the the eye just just as a sort of like goodwill thing they exchange some some fur or whatever but he's translating the the local (laughs) the local language for the colonel and the the local chief guy, he, he says like, I, don't, I can't remember what he says, but he talks a bit of shit, right? He talks a bit of shit um, and it's funny. And then Gorn translated it, translates it into basic as, as something much more polite. <laughs> just something, just something general. Just like, we welcome you, blah, blah, blah. And the chieftain who can obviously understand basic, he looks at him like, that isn't what I said at all. <laughs> he just gives him, he just shoots him this look. And it was really, really funny. Um, I love the whole look of the Dani, of the, of the, of the local tribe. I really like that. And I love how as the heist is going on, we cut back and forth 
to them doing their their ritual or whatever around the eye and then we cut back to the highest i just i loved how this entire episode was constructed um there's another really good moment where so we got our four boys tamarind skein nemic and cassian who are in there as um soldiers right um and they're waiting to hear from the girls up the top of the dam that we got the go-ahead yeah and once they hear it, they're going to convey it to Gorn. But the way that they do it is really clever because Gorn's like bossing them around because he's a lieutenant and they're just soldiers. He's like, right, you four with me. And he walks past and he and he just he stops right next to Tamarin and he and he goes, he, he just asks him something. He, he just sort of addresses him. He's like, whatever he is, corporal, whatever. And Tamarin just says, at your service. And Gorn just has this little... Just this little, oh, like we're on, like let's go. That was the signal, right? He, if he'd said whatever the opposite was, if he'd said something else, if he'd been like, yes, sir, or whatever, that would have been, nana, we're off, and they would have done something different. But just that little, oh, we've got a, got a little street sweeper coming past trying to clear the gutters from a vault. He's stopping right outside the house to make as much noise as possible. Get a fucking move on. He stopped moving. Oh, my God. I'm not going to stop recording until you've fucking moved on, mate. So do us all a favor. Oh, he's slowly moving on. You guys can hear that, right? <clears throat> Off he goes. Keep it moving. Keep it. I know this is flooding and whatever, but I got to record a podcast. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's slowly moving on. He's still basically right outside the house. Anyway, um, where was I at? So yeah, um, I just really, really liked that because they had... As as this episode plays out, you can see the level of detail that they had put into this plan, and it's really really thorough. And I just I really really loved it. Um, but what happens in a heist, any heist film, any heist in a show, you name it, anything, Ocean's Eleven, End Game, something always goes wrong. Something always always goes wrong and something does go wrong so there's a guy up in a tower who intercepts some of their little radio conversation so he sends a bunch of troopers down and they're like what's going on and gorn tries to play it off he's like uh i told you not to be be down here you little bitch uh go back up to your thing you little bitch i'm the i'm the boss and then they just start shooting everybody everybody starts shooting and it, it all goes to shit um but they get most of the money loaded onto the transport um but we lose a couple so tamarin gets shot and so does gorn now we don't like we assume that they're both dead we don't get like a very you normally when a character of note dies in a show even if they haven't been around for very long they get more of a you know they'll get a close-up or whatever god can this guy fuck off can you guys hear that out outside the house oh i'm gonna get so angry come on okay so i had to wait for the truck to to head off he's doing good work he's he's clearing the shit out of the gutters because we've had just a heap of rain but man that was annoying um so i can't remember what the bloody hell i was talking about things go wrong things go wrong in a heist we lost a couple yeah that's what i was saying yeah tamarin gets shot and gorn gets shot um yeah but yeah like i was saying we don't get like a close-up like all these characters dead sort of you know shot so i don't know maybe they both survive maybe they'll be taken prisoner maybe that'll you know who knows but 
for now, I'm going to assume they're dead because Nemec's dead. Poor Nemec. Um, poor Nemec. So they're, they're getting away and Cassian makes the ship go really fast and he gets, Nemec gets fucking crushed by a crate of the, the little gold bits. Oh man. It's, I actually, I was shocked. I gasped audibly when, when he got squished. I did not expect that to happen at all. I was like, oh, poor guy. So that's sad. Um, but the big, the big story out of this is fuck Skeen, man. Fuck that greedy piece of shit. First of all, the reason that Tamarin gets shot is because Skeen doesn't cover him, right? He says, cover me. And Skeen's, Skeen pokes his gun out. He starts shooting. Tamarin goes out, starts running. He's, tr- he's trying to help Vel. And then Skeen ducks back into cover. He's like, oh, this is a little bit too hard, man. And because there was no cover fire... Tamron gets shot. That is his fault, 100%. And then, right, so they're on the ship, they've escaped, they've gone through the beautiful eye, they've been chased by the TIE fighters, and like, right, we need to go to this doctor because Nemec's going to die, right? And he says that Vel is is thinking about the mission and wants to leave Nemec behind, which is not a terrible, you know, it's 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 a totally reasonable point of view. But he's all high and mighty. He's like, oh, we got to save the kid. He helped us so much. And then once they get there and he's in having surgery, he wants to take the fucking ship with Cassian and split the money. Fuck you, man. And then, of course, you know, we all knew this was going to happen. Cassian just shoots him because he has to. He has to fucking shoot him. He's a piece of shit. He wants to rip everybody off. He's a bad person. Oh, man. And then that th- th- this is where it... Oh. And this is what I'm talking about, interesting character choices, right? He kills Skeen knowing he has no explanation for it, right? He goes in and tells Vel that, and she basically has to take his word for it. Because there's, like, there was no one else there to hear what he had to say. So she's just lost her entire crew, except for Cinta, who's still down on the planet, right? Um, this is like Mission Impossible 1. <laughs> um, and, and now she's got to be like... Right, do I trust this guy? Like, she she basically lets him take his cut and, and fuck off. And, and the, like, what a... It was a successful mission, but, man, it was also a disaster at the same time. Really, really interesting. And what I love immediately is we cut to the reaction of the Empire, right? So the ISB is having a big meeting about it. He's like, fuck, this is crisis stations. No one's going home. We need to try and figure this out. And then we cut to the Senate where Mon Mothma's talking about whatever she's talking about. And all the other senators, granted only about half of the booths are full. All the other all the other senators are like, they're looking at their fucking iPads. They're like, oh shit, something's going on. And they're pissing off. So this has already had an immediate effect on the whole galaxy. Because it's an enormous amount of money that they stole. So I really, really enjoy that as well. And then we get um, Luthen's reaction of... Mainly just relief. He's just relieved that they pulled it off. He doesn't know yet the carnage that they um, that they sort of left in their in their wake. Um, but that'll be for next episode. Man, this was a beauty. This was such a good episode. So many good moments. It looked beautiful. Um, I, I am loving just all the little little character things. This show has been given so much care. And attention and it really shows it really does um that's about all i got for this one guys i'm keeping them keeping them short and sharp 
Um, remember to like and subscribe and review and comment and tell your friends if you enjoy the podcast, recommend it. That's how, that's how podcasts get going. It's word of mouth. Word of mouth is everything. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I will catch you next time.